Welcome to the Better Than Nothing podcast. We're back at it again. Another episode. I think this is our sixth, if I'm not mistaken. No. Yes, seventh. it is. Six is going up tomorrow. Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oh, seventh episode. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Well, cool. Uh, we are going to catch up for a little bit. Miranda has super exciting news to tell us that she just blasted me with as soon as I got on here. So we'll talk about that. Uh, And today we, you know, with the last episode, I vented about the uh, situation where I was meeting new people and it really sparked the idea for for us to talk about meeting new friends in new cities. But I think this can also be applied to people looking for new friends in the the current city that they've lived in maybe forever and never have left, you know, uh, there's always an opportunity for you to meet new people and maybe you just want to start to change your circle. And I think that these tips that we'll share tips and just what's worked for me, what's worked for Miranda, will definitely be able to cross, you know, both, both scenarios of a new city or in the same city, but just looking to find new friends. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you got to say because this is a part, place that I have just not not shine my brightest, if you will. Yeah, well, it's it's a skill and it takes practice, and you know you're not always going to find. Not every encounter is going to be the one for you, and you know it's just being okay with with hitting some and missing some you know what I mean it's very it can be very hit or miss so yeah all right well cool tell us about your luscious locks I got extensions the clip-in specifically I didn't go to the salon and spend two grand no although that would where'd you get them from I got them on Luxie my new friend Kara she put me on them and I'm just never going back I'm never going uh, back. Wait, I think th- here's what I think is easy for you is because you're a brunette and it's very easy to match colors with clip-ins. Yeah, she, my friend has blonde hair and she matched, it looks natural to me. I wouldn't have guessed okay. either way, uh, but you're right because I, well, I just realized that my natural hair color is like the darkest brown that they offer next to black and I had no idea. Yeah. That was like, yeah, matching was not the fun part. So I ordered like swatches to get that done. 10 out of 10 recommend. What's it called again? Luxie. L-U-X-Y. Not like any other variation. Okay. That makes sense. Real human hair, I think. Yes. Pretty sure. I really don't know. I really don't know much about extensions all around and I'm still learning how to do it. But did you um, cut the extensions at all or did you just clip them in? No, the extensions are actually like, uh, like an inch ish longer than my natural hair. So I would, this is like, I have also a ton of layers. So my longest layer is like an inch shorter than the extensions. I only got the extensions for like volume. Yeah. I feel like we've always been able to grow our hair out, but it's, I've, I feel like I've always lacked volume. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's flat to my scalp. Like, it, 
yeah. my fresh washed hair is like scalp, straight scalp. It's so bad. There's like no um, texture really. Like we have very, it's, but it's not like, we don't have like the straight hair that will like stick straight out. Like, uh, and I, you can tell that by like babies. So, uh, for example, my kids, when their hair grows out, it's straight, but it like lays flat. And then I've noticed other kids will have very straight hair, but it grows out and like down at once, mm. it, once the weight is added to it. So yeah, there's like super pin straight and then there's a, a, a barely a wave. So you're telling me your kids are uh, going to be stuck with low, the mm-hmm. least amount of volume. Okay. Well, well it's funny. Vito has that. a ton of volume. He does. And one of the, I think Lucas will get that. Well, it's funny you say that because I feel like I've always been told, tell me if you were told this too, whenever I would see the chick who would wax my eyebrows, she always told me my hairs grew down. Oh my God. Mine do too. It drives me crazy. And then I've used to get my brows laminated, but like, I felt like it was, I don't know. I feel like they struggled to, cause like when you get your brows laminated, they have to brush them to stand up and then apply it. Well, our brows literally like when you try to brush them up, it just goes straight down like there's no there's no brush up that yeah. doesn't exist so yeah laminated brows unfortunately don't work for us I wish they did but yeah they they dry yours are more aggressive down than mine yeah I think they've gotten better over time like as I've aged but yeah they definitely when I was growing up like grew down yeah I am happy that no matter how much I really wanted to have the thin brow trend when we were growing up, I never could achieve it. One, because I was young. And two, like we, you would literally have to wax our eyebrows more than in half <laughs> to get the thin brow. Yeah, like I definitely grew up and was and had the bushy eyebrows but once I was old enough to go get them waxed I was a part of that generation where I had the fucking thinnest eyebrows Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah oh my gosh I'm having flashbacks (laughs) it's not to years but like to all of us like over like I like think about my eyebrows in high school and I'm like what What were we doing (laughs) yeah it's rough it, it, no, it's rough. I, it's good to see that like bushy eyebrows are coming back because that is definitely something I can maintain. Although I feel like from the years of just like waxing, 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 my hairs don't grow like they used. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I hear you. So we were just rudely interrupted by my computer. Uh, no big deal. So whatever we were talking about, that's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I but I heard you say something that you I don't even know if you paid attention to, but you said that you're friends with your eyebrow chick in Colorado. So that was actually one of the things I was going to bring up was that a way to meet friends is through like your hairstylist, your esthetician, your eyebrow chick, your nail chick. Mm. So tell me about. So I'm curious, like, did you in this? you know, your eyebrow chick, did you guys hang out outside of that, like outside of that setting? No. So this is when I worked at Ulta and 
this store, I think all Ulta's might be like this. I'm not sure. The store I worked at was, we were all like very much a family and it was such a great feeling. And we all just like would hang out. I'm still in contact with like a lot of the girls. And that was like almost six years ago at this point. Uh, she and I never hung out outside of work though, but she just would stare at my eye. She was the benefit brow lady. So she would, so whenever you walk in there and you go in and get your brows done at Ulta, that was basically her job. And she would just stare at my brows and be like, I need to do these. And then after like a year of me working there, I let her do them. It wasn't because I didn't trust her. It was because I was, I had a, a year pass or something at European Wax Center. Like I had Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I just never... Like, I was like, sorry, I really want you to, but I just got to use this up. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like you met friends, though, through your work, which is something I was going to bring up. Did you hang out with any of the people outside of work from Ulta? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. a lot of fun. They were, they were, it was such a great group. And then I moved here and switched to the Ulta here and they were not great. So whatever that means. Don't. I think it's like hit or miss, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it definitely is hit or miss. They You're not, not always nice. gonna like get the luck of, you know, making friends every single time. But that's what I was gonna say for myself, at least. Like meeting friends here in Austin was uh, finding friends through work and getting in at a very like young professional environment. Was able to like link up with a girl and another dude that I was friends with, and we were. You know, we hung out a lot. They were really good friends, still really good friends. So that's a great way to meet people. Uh, if that's, you know, again, it's hit or miss. You never know. You could be working with like a demographic that's like a lot older than you. And that just might not be your vibe. But even when I worked at like Nationwide Insurance, where it is predominantly people of like the baby boomer and like older millennial population, like I still made really good friends with people who were even older than me and they were, you know, some of my really good friends. So that is just like, I think leveraging work is a huge way to one, meet new people and like find long lasting friendships. Yeah. I mean, it definitely depends. I feel like who you are as a person. So like sometimes when I, like I was just talking to somebody about this, like when I go into work, if I were to go into work, I feel like I just kind of like keep my head down and some people are like that and some people aren't. So what do you say to that? Well, what I would say to that is that it's a mindset. So if you want to meet friends, like if it's important to you to meet new people, I would go into every situation with the objective to meet new people. You know what I'm saying? So I would make it a point to go into work and say hi to my neighbor or um, be a little bit more talkative and not totally keep to myself, maybe on lunch break, asking someone to go grab lunch with me or something like that. How, do you, have you ever asked somebody to go get lunch with you? Yeah. That's crazy to me. That's absolutely crazy. Not in like a, not in a bad way. Like I just, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not to say that it's like, Again, I, it's a skill. It's something to get familiar with and to work on, but it's 
meeting new people and making new friends, you have to put yourself out there. That's the only way that you can do that. It's the same thing with dating. I mean, it's un- it's uncomfortable, but the rewards usually are there to meet meet some really good people and lifelong friends. Again. I agree. I agree. I have I have I've had a real hard time making friends here in St. Louis. I I I don't know I the lineup of like getting pregnant as soon as I got here and then being V and I, my husband, we don't have a ton of help, like support around us. So like, it's not like I can just go drop off my child and go hang out with a friend or go explore the city. Cause like I hadn't even explored much of the city when I had moved here because, you know, pregnancy, nursing, all that stuff. Right. So I didn't really experience all that. And then it wasn't until like a few years in that I actually started getting out there and I didn't, I only had one friend here in St. Louis for like three years, I think. How did you meet her? That was Kelly. And she was originally friends with Vito before she uh, met me. And let's see, they met on Instagram. So that was going to be something I was going to say too, is social media and leveraging that is huge. I think too, I did that a lot here. In Austin, I would just like slide in some people's DMs, ask them, you know, if they wanted to grab coffee. Um, it's again, it's another situation of putting yourself out there, but using social media and sliding to DMs does work. It does work. It's been pretty. It's it's worked for me. So I have met uh, my friend Erica and I. She is just she's great and she and I made it a goal this year for us to grow our group of friends because we I like being surrounded by women I love feeling supported by them I like being around them and I feel very motivated by them so we made it a goal to grow our friendship group and we've been messaging people and just it's awkward but has to happen. Yeah. And I think it's just, I, I'm again, I, I don't think it has to be something that the questions you ask when you're sending those DMS more than likely, especially if you're in a very new city where it is a growing population, at least for myself, like most people are looking for new friends too. So you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and even that too, even in St. Louis, like, you're just you just mentioned your one friend she wants to build it a community so more often than not you're gonna especially if someone is putting themselves out online like that is almost your go like your invitation to reach out to them yeah and do it who cares if they don't respond because like I've had I think only one or two people I can hear you breathing into the mic rage there I just marked it Okay. I've had a few people not respond to me either DM on Instagram or this is when I downloaded Bumble. We can get into that. And no, maybe it wasn't Instagram that people didn't respond. I met some uh, girl at a bar and like somehow I got her number when I was trying to introduce her to my guy friend that was there. And so we would like chat. And then I asked her to hang out and then she just ghosted me. So that sucked. 
So I will say, like, Chad and I have met people at bars before, and I never, those never really came about to be anything. Like, I'm usually drunk, like, talking to these people, and then it turns out, like, I don't really want to be friends with them. I've never had luck with that sort of situation. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Vito and I ever even talk to people when we're out in public together. How do you do that? I can think of one couple. Um, they were sitting at the bar and so were we. And they might have said something to us like, oh, yeah, that mac and cheese is so good. And then we were like, and it, if you, here's the thing with me, is if you start the conversation, I'm going to continue it. So I'll just be like, oh, yeah, we ordered that. It's so good. Uh, what did you think about? Like, what beers are you guys drinking? Then that kind of starts a conversation and I'll be like, Oh, we just moved here. You know, how often do you come here? So it's just like follow-up questions. And just going into every situation with a sense of curiosity is going to lead you into just more developed conversation. I think it's crazy in a good way for you. And I would like to do this is that you can just like have a conversation with strangers. That like blows my mind. I don't think you understand how much that blows my mind. just got to practice that. Um, I think it's a skill that most people should try to work, work on too. It's just, I'm working on it. I really am. It's so hard to do. So it gets easier. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. I still feel like in social situations, I like, uh, I'll get very, very, very anxious. Like I could feel my heart going and I'm just like sitting there And then every word I say, I'm just like, you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. Why'd you say that? Why don't talk, just sit there and listen, try And like, I am having to talk myself through mentally, talk myself through the situation. It's like, I'm being there in two, I'm experiencing two different experiences at the same time. And it's a lot. It's very overwhelming. Yeah, I could see that because it would probably be very, like, that sounds exhausting when you say that. It's distracting. It is very exhausting. That's why it's very nice, like, when I have an interaction with somebody that isn't exhausting, it's such a great feeling. And I'm always, like, chasing that. And it's very hard to, like, reenact or, like, uh, duplicate it, I guess. Are you able to just, like... What if you just put the put the focus on just the individual you're speaking to, like trying to just pay attention? Because if you are in that space, are you able to listen to what they're saying? Sometimes. It just depends. That's why I drink mm-hmm. when I'm out in public, because that it like that voice, that like inner monologue of like, don't say stuff like that. It just shuts off. Yeah, I could see that. That could be really difficult. I, I, I don't know, right? Like, it's easy for me to probably be like, focus on what they're saying, because you want to be present in the conversation. And I want to be so, to, so that's yeah. what happens. It's like, I just sit there and I'm like, be present. Don't put your finger like that. Don't like, and I'm just like, trying to follow all these rules that I've given myself. I hate it. I wish that it would stop. 
I'm working on it. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this are like uh, nodding their heads with me and saying like, yes, this is exactly I'm sure what people can definitely relate. Has your therapist like provided with, provided you with any, you know, insight or. Yeah, we're working. This is a currently what we're working on and it's gotten a little better now. Did she share with you a tip or anything that you could share? She wants me to start opening up to cashiers first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we talked so, about that. It was yeah, like we're low working barrier on that. to entry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I did. So I, she was like, work on making eye contact with people. And I was like, listen, lady. <laughs> listen. And like, I did. And I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't, that wasn't so bad. So I'm like, baby anxious steps. Just thinking about it. Yeah, it's baby steps. That's okay. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you're friends with Erica, who's trying to build your friend circle as well. uh, very outgoing. And like when I'm with her, it brings out that outgoing side of me that you know, that your friends know of me, that like my friends back in Ohio and everybody that has known me for like longer than, you know, probably a decade at this point, that that person that they know and love, she brings it out when we're here, like when I'm not with people that I'm not comfortable with. So then it helps when we make friends. That's what I'm trying to get out. No, I think that's so, yeah, uh, no. So I know you mentioned to another thing that I was going to bring up, which was, uh, using, so we already talked about friends at work. That was one thing I was going to share. But then the other thing that you also brought up was using like the inner or the internet, social media. But on the other side of that, I would also recommend, using Facebook groups and also Bumble BFF. Uh, I've, I was interacting with some girls, but I never really ever met any of them, but the amount of conversations I were having was having was good. Um, but I've also had friends who have been successful on those apps and finding really good quality individuals. So that is another thing that I always recommend, like St. Louis girls new here or, St. Louis, you know, whatever things you're into, Mm -hmm. utilizing Facebook groups is super untapped. Like, remember I told you about like mom groups, like trying to get yourself involved in different, um, you know, circles that you feel connected with. I'm trying, I'm, I, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups and I, I don't know if it's, I swear if it's just the city or if I'm in the wrong groups, it's just like, there's either no posts or like I joined this like rollerblading group and it's like, there's no conversations. It's just like updates on where you can rollerblade. No conversations whatsoever. That's just one example. And I just yeah, feel I think like you're probably in the wrong groups because like there's ones be. for Austin. That's like girls new to Austin specifically. And it is meant for making new friends. So I am in some of those groups and I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm just like overthinking these, but like the events that they throw are just kind of not my cup of tea. What do you think? Am I being too specific? I'm also terrified of going out to a place where like people already know each other. And I'm just like, cause like I'll go to things like this where I am and I just won't say a word. I'll just sit there. Yeah, like, the, I, I don't know. I can't really respond to that because, like, I don't struggle with that. 
I don't know how you, I, my mind truly blown how that like people can just do that. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do this. Well, and maybe that's something, maybe this is a tip that isn't really meant for people who struggle with that, but those who maybe like ride the same fence as me, this Mm -hmm. is a tip that was like really a really good one that, um, I didn't know about until someone told me. I use Bumble BFF and I haven't, and I've matched with a ton of people and then I would message them like all very unique things to say, because apparently that's what you're supposed to do. And I think I got like 20 responses. And then of the 20, maybe like three good conversations, two ended up never responding. And then one I invited out and then she kind of like blew me off. Well, you're not like helping this conversation because you just. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I swear, I feel like this is just St. Louis. This is 100% a St. Louis problem. I feel like I've never had a hard time making friends until I moved here. Well, great. (laughs) Let's like hope it's just exclusive to them because I feel like you're like dogging on all my ideas. I am not meaning to and I just realized that I was, but... Not the point. Do it. Download it. See if it works for you. I think that personally, I think that these are things that you should do. And I'm coming from something that's like, I am just building a friend group now. Uh, We have grown two people into our girl gang. So. So why don't you talk about how you were able to do that? Because the things that I'm saying haven't worked for you. What, what has worked for you? Instagram. Okay. Just straight up. We already talked about that. Yeah. That's good. Well, cool. Um, I know of like, are there, like I said, Bumble BFF and Facebook has been really helpful for, I know, a number of people who have had success on that. So please don't write it off. Definitely. Try uh, it. Yes. Try it. Even though I didn't have success, you probably, I'm again, weird, awkward. I don't know what to say half the time. So if you're not me, you'll probably have a great time on there. Yes, I I feel like I'm setting up realistic expectations for some time, like sometimes because like people are going to blow you off and it sucks. But yeah, no, I don't disagree. Even for how awful it is for me to communicate sometimes with strangers, I'm still not stopping. Does that make sense? Like I'm still going to I'm I have a goal to build this girl gang up to like 10 plus people. Well, we're going to expect a report back. We're growing one by the month. (laughs) Good. Well, we'll see where you land in December. Um, Okay. Well, on that next note, I have, I have two things to share. So uh, I always tell people to, when I get asked this, ask this question is to join a group fitness type of gym. So I've had success in two different um, scenarios. So in Columbus, I joined a CrossFit gym with my spout, like with Chad at the time we were engaged or something like that. And we met couples, we met individual, individually, we met friends. And those were people that have been, are still friends with us to this day. We got really lucky. And then here in Austin, I joined a, um, like a group fitness class, like they offered like bar and TRX and all these like different types of classes. And I met another girl through there as well. And I always recommend if you're, hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, you're into fitness, you work out and you can explore this avenue to finding new people to hang out with, new people to join your circle. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I joined Cycle Bar strictly for the purpose of making friends. Now, again, you got to be somebody that talks, and uh, that's not me, but it can be done. I know it can be. I, I even had, like, people are, like, trying to talk to me, and I didn't, I, I didn't even register that they were actually trying to start a conversation with me until after the fact. That's usually my problem. Anyway, I agree with this, and I think it's a good instructor would also, like, get you to talk to people, too, I feel like. That's my experience from like a, like at the gym when there's those classic classes of like people like doing their thing. I feel like the instructor like gets people to like interact with each other. So that's so like cycling wouldn't be the first thing I would gravitate towards to for me personally, just because it's like they, you're in a dark room and you, you go in, you're out, like that's mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. But in the instances, like my friend is in um, Des Moines, goes to like a, it's not a CrossFit gym, but they do a lot of like group strength training and there's something about group strength training that you build just a bond with people or when you're doing really hard things, lifting really heavy ass weights, pushing your body to the fucking limit that you, you guys are able to bond with, especially in those settings, you're typically doing like partner workouts like you're already being partnered up with people who maybe you wouldn't have met you know prior to that or even like if you brought someone there right and you're like cheering each other on absolutely like you're motivating each other to get through it yeah that's why v and i want to join a crossfit gym there's just I like, like I think oh, there's 10 out of 10 always years. recommend that and the thing with crossfit i will just say one thing so if you're like scared to join that we were not good we scaled, which means like you just don't do the prescribed weights. You can, you can modify these workouts to just be a workout and nothing more. And you still get the same experience. You still, and the thing with these communities is they, they do things even outside of the gym. You know, they would, they would have parties. We would have like drinks afterwards on Saturday workouts. We might go grab lunch after. So there's so many other opportunities outside of the gym to connect with the people that go there. Yeah. You're right about that. That's cool. I didn't know that. I had no idea. It's a hidden gem. I definitely want to join one. Gem. I want to join the True Fusion downtown, but it's far. Oh, I True Fusion. That's where I met um, my friend uh, here in Austin. Yeah, you told me to join it, but it's far from me. So you should just do one class because I loved that. I loved that gym. I should. I want to. Okay. I have one last thing to recommend because this is how I met my other girlfriend here in Austin, which was going to like an event. So picking something you're super passionate about. I went to a fitness event and that's how I met her. There's always events going on. Maybe your, maybe your thing is trivia. Maybe it's comedy shows. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's gaming. Maybe it's, um, like cosplay or like the anime scene, um, art. Like there's so many, if start to think of your hobbies and then finding events where there's lots of people going to these, you know, these different things. And you're going to be exposed with people who have the same interests as you. And that's an easy barrier to entry to have conversation, to meet people who are on the same wavelength. Yeah. Rachel walked up to some random person at a convention and 
that just blew my mind when you told me that. I think a year ago you told me this story and I just couldn't believe how you did that. Yeah. Why you don't you like... give us like a little crash course on just literally walking up to a stranger and saying hi? Um, some alcohol helps. <laughs> but I mean, especially if you're really shy. But the other thing too is like, approach everything with genuine curiosity genuine curiosity like i saw this girl from across the room i thought she looked so pretty i thought she looked so warm and inviting i was like i want to be friends with her how can i talk to her so i just went over and i was like oh my gosh you look so familiar she's like oh yeah like i you know i i'm from dc i'm blah 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 like it just it's an easy in um and we just hit it off and some people you hit it off with and some people you don't and i just I try not to get so hung up on that, but I think going into it with the right intention, you usually land pretty well. That's crazy. I mean, I want to do it. I really want to do it. That just It works. I, it works when you go into it with positive intent. Um, same with the, my friend that I met through true fusion, uh, you know, either it was her or myself, um, just asked like what they, what one of us thought of the class. Like it was just like, Hey, what did you think of the class today? And that's just, it's, it's just like, Hey, I'm genuinely curious. What did you think? Because like, I was dying. Were you dying? You know, it's like, Hey, I, I I'm just, I, I want to have some sort of camaraderie. Interesting. I feel like I would never ask somebody what they thought of a group class. Why not? I don't know. I would never think to do that. Like, do you not care what other people like are like thinking? I don't know. I just am like, all right, well, I'm getting my stuff and I'm getting home. <laughs> I think <sighs> if you really want to prioritize friendships, you have to get in the right headspace. And I know I already mentioned that. I think that's you're right huge... because my headspace is like, okay, so Cycle Bar, for example, like they'll like chat after and I have to grab my stuff and like run home because I'm like, okay, the kids. And like, that's immediately what I think about is my kids. So yes, I think the mindset needs to change. And yeah, you have to look at it with like every opportunity. Where are the opportunities? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily as a, I'm a younger ish mom. Right. So I started, I became a mom at 22 and I kept on trying to become friends with moms. However, I kept on getting like, uh, I, I, I only found moms that were like uh, at about 10 years older than me because they were the only stay at home moms. So we had only one thing in common and it was our kids. So the friendships weren't as bonded, right? Because we just didn't really have anything in common. And again, me being not, I just, I, I, I'm just not really, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just. I don't ask questions at all. Right. So yeah, yeah the, I would start the... to think about that. Like I would think of questions to ask people the easiest way. That's an, another tip is the easiest way to connect with people and for people to like you is to ask them questions and get them talking. The more you can sit and listen and get people talking about themselves, the more they're going to like you as an individual. Right. So I hear your voice. Cause like, again, Rachel has tried to coach me through this for years now. And I hear your voice in my head when I'm having these conversations. And that's like all that I am like, okay, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. And then I'm like, 
did you go to work today? And like, I'm just, that's it. That's it. And I have to like check out. That's, yeah. that's my problem. This isn't, sorry guys, this isn't group therapy. I just have a feeling that other people probably relate to what I'm saying and like hearing Rachel's tips might help us, right? Help us. Yeah, and I would I am would open it up to say that if you let's say you're hearing this and you're on the fence with Miranda too and you're like, dude, I I hear you, but like I struggle with this too, please send me a DM and I just want to like have conversation about it and it'll help me understand perspective and then maybe I can also give you some tips on how to approach it, give you some ideas or suggestions on questions to ask. Um but I I think above everything else is and I mean this with, cause I'm going to just repeat it myself. It's like really making it about the other person and just going in with curiosity, curiosity to get to know someone else. I think my curiosity for people only grows after I know who they are. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't know how to turn that on before. How do I, I don't even know your name. You don't ever, do you ever like see anybody like just from a physical standpoint and you're like, I want to get to know them. I have never thought of that a day in my life. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, like for example, like going into the grocery store, I'm like, get in, get out. Wherever I'm going, I'm like, get in, get out. You're like, can't Eyes be down. bothered. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, the thing is, is like, I've spent a really good amount of time perfecting my RBF because I never had one and now mm-hmm. I do and I don't want to lose it because it's a really great defense mechanism. However, I want to turn it off the second I see a woman that I want to be friends with and I just don't know how to do that. It takes practice. It takes practice. I am the person that like if I'm like walking down the street, my eyes are above everybody's heads. They're not like averted down. They're all the way up. I don't see anybody. Yeah. Well, it just goes back to what I was saying to just like changing your perspective and your mindset around the mindset. Every that's situation outside of your house is an opportunity. And that's what I would like think of every op- opportunity where I walk outside of my house. I am at your right going to meet somebody and maybe even putting that, you know, positive affirmation out there. I'm going to meet somebody new today. I'm going to learn something really great. Like what you gain from this too, right? Like meeting new individuals, you, you benefit by maybe you learn, maybe you learn something that you didn't know, or maybe they share a suggestion with you that really is beneficial. Like I think going into it, knowing that you want to get to know this person, but then in the back of your head, knowing like, oh, I do gain something from this too. Like it is a give and take. It's not just you giving. So. No, you're right. And like, I'm, yeah, I, I think it's a hundred percent the mindset. And I don't think I realized that. I think I knew it, but I didn't like put the pieces together. Cause like my idea is just like kids 24 seven, even when I'm like trying to tell myself to not think about the kids, my mind is kids. So. And, and I think there's nothing wrong with that if you have zero desire to make friends. But if you're in the position where you want to make friends and you want to make this a priority for you and it's a goal for you to grow your circle, then it's time to have a reality check of like, yo, anytime I step out of the house is an opportunity for me to meet somebody new. I feel motivated. All right. I got you. That's what I wanted to leave you with. I want to do it. I just, I, my goal so far is like, 
Keep talking to cashiers. Don't go straight to the self-checkout. I'll yeah, tell start you. small. I'm the... serious. Just every like small barrier interactions are going to be helpful, and then you can build from there. So. Oh gosh, the idea of like going through the grocery store a little bit slower is like. Ooh. You got this. I gotta, well, I gotta do this. And whoever is on the same fence like I am, like in the same like group that I am, we'll get through it. Your circle doesn't need to be huge. We just have to have some people in there. I want to grow a big circle just so I can claim people as my own. Like my little girl gang. I told the bartender the other night when we were meeting the new girly that I was like, what did I, I was like, I want to build a girl gang and we're just going to just fight people in the street. What the fuck? <laughs> did they laugh or think you were crazy? No, of course the guy was laughing. Uh, then he was telling the new people that had just arrived over like across from us. And he was like telling, like making a joke about us building a girl gang and they didn't think it was funny. <laughs> Okay, well, on that note, let's close this out. That was what made it awkward. <laughs> uh, give us a like, this episode a like, follow us on Spotify, send us a DM on Better Than Nothing Podcast on Instagram so you can let us know how we're doing, um, give us a review, give us topics to talk about. All the feedback is open and welcome, and we'll be back for another episode next week. Yep, we'll be back next week. Rachel's going to be in Hawaii, so. Aloha, bitches. She'll be booked and busy. Down and out. Bye. (laughs) Bye.